Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and you are joining us at the end of August. This year's flying by. We're going to see... We're live. We're not live. We're live. Uh, Abigail Gardner, what's up? Oh, I'm actually kind of happy not to be live um, because that's... Sorry, I'm holding the mic. The last thing I said is don't touch the mic, and Abby just grabbed it I'm feeling comfortable, first of all, because I'm on the couch, which is nice. Um, It's nice that we're doing just our regular uh, Prime episode and that this isn't like a, a toy anxiety. It's kind of nice. Well, it's we've been doing this for five years. Yeah. But for some reason, because we've done so much live streaming lately, mm-hmm. this feels more relaxing. But don't get too used to it because we have plans in the works to start doing some live streaming of YHS Prime. So mm. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Don't get but too I comfortable. Think- but I think the key is to pretend it's not live. It needs to yeah. just be, it can't be any different can't than be different. what we're doing right now. We're not going to be it's monitoring just, the chat. Right. Just people, yeah. Fuck the chat. I don't give a shit. People, it's just going to be live <laughs> and we won't be able to edit anything out. Hey, so you know, there's a funny, we, we pushed back toy anxiety. Please stop touching the mic. I love you. I've, Both of you. I love everybody. I'm trying to move it closer. I'm not touching my mic. I know. But listen. <laughs> we pushed back toy. Do, do people really want to watch this? <laughs> they, this is what they're going to see live on YouTube. We pushed back toy anxiety this week to tomorrow night as of recording this. So it'll be on Thursday night. And I made a post in group therapy and it said, heads up everybody. Toy anxiety will be on Thursday. And everybody was like, Oh, and some people were like, cool. And then one guy goes, toy anxiety, question mark. Had no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> he was like, I don't He's even here know. for monster Island. Yeah. He was a monster. Kick Island him out. Kick um, him out of the group. <laughs> But uh, no, so here, here's what we're doing. We've got, we've been incredibly busy. Uh, things are heating up. We're going to get into it. So I think what I'm going to end up doing is dividing this episode into two parts because later on, or in the part two of this episode, we're going to be talking with Gary Mitchell and Joe Crow, who are the two gentlemen who run the American sci-fi classics track at Dragon Con. We've had them on the last couple years. Um, and we're doing our panel at Dragon Con next weekend. So Saturday, 2.30 p.m. at the Marriott, M103 and M105. That's the room number. It's going to be the Yes Have Some Legacy Sequel Showdown. I love being in front of a live audience. It gives me life. Mm, yes. It excites me. Mm-hmm. Jake, how are you feeling? Dude, I'm just I, I'm I feel kind of overwhelmed just because not not just because of the Dragon Con thing, but it's just a busy. We're busy. We're very busy. We had a we we went on a trip last weekend, and then 
I'm tomorrow. I have to go to. Uh, Did we? You guys didn't go. Yeah, yeah, Jake just said we. Jake, you were gone. Yeah, but, I was here. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we all went to a concert. We did. We saw Alanis Morissette. Yeah, we fucking went to did. That, so it was fantastic. Yes, it, it was great. Are we? Ta- can we talk about that? No, it's a secret. Why, why couldn't we? There's yeah, 30, it was awesome. Hey, there was thirty thousand people there not wearing masks. Yeah, it was nobody. Like t- it was like dragging on. Exactly. No, it was great. Well, um, you guys are both huge Alanis Morissette yeah, fans. Yeah, cathartic. Appear- you- hey, Craig. Apparently, you are too. <sighs> Yeah. Tears were shed. <laughs> yeah. You know what it you is? You try not to cry going to that there show. There was man. definitely a moment where all three of us were just like melting in tears. And I, um we we, we had a fourth mm-hmm. with us, so shout out to Jess. Yeah. yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I don't Jess didn't cry though. Were you looking? Did you check? I, I was checking well, every couple periodically, minutes. Periodically, are you sure I, she didn't? I I glanced, but I was kind of scared to look dead in her eyes because I didn't want her to see how much I was Your crying tears. during the whole thing. So let, let's break this down a little bit because we've, we've got <laughs> some time here. Um, my computer just became unplugged. That's fine. Hey, Craig, stop touching the microphone. Hey, it wasn't me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, um, I like that Jess was like a garbage fan first and foremost. Also, we saw garbage. I'm just open. here to see the opener. Garbage yeah, was great. I was like, by the way. Respect. <laughs> respect. Hey, fun fact. <laughs> did you know the drummer for garbage, Butch Vig is also a record producer and most famously produced and mixed um, Nirvana's Nevermind. Oh, wow. If you've ever heard of that album. I have. He was also the little baby on the cover. The little baby? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Okay, no, Wait, didn't the little baby was, sue? Was say, he wasn't the baby. I was about to say, isn't he suing Nirvana? Yeah, right. the baby um, sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Mary Sue, and then you got the baby sue. The baby sue. Also, I thought you were going to say that the drummer produced uh, One Way Letter. No, so I thought that no, was all a build up to happened. your old band. I'm really glad that, that was a like a bit. legitimate thing. It was a real fun fact. Um, no, no, no. What is it? I um, baby Sue, Jake. You're a musician. I'm a musician. Abby, you have a deep love of music, and you're yeah. also a musician. You play you a little, could say, little piano. I play a little piano. I can sing a little tune. That's that's what I can do. What is it about music? I I notice as I got old, like I I've been to a million concerts in my life, but. I, uh, music, live music elicits a very emotional response from me and it's Mm -hmm. almost like uncontrollable cry. I feel (laughs) like I'm sick or something, like something's wrong with me. It's the closest thing that I can get to church these days, honestly. Like it's totally, I mean, especially if it's someone that you know the lyrics and care about and are invested in, like we are. For me, it's anybody. I, I could see the, the, I could see a marching band. In a college football game, and I'm just weeping. If two musicians get on stage together that should not be together, Craig's oh, yeah. brain explodes. Super Bowl halftime shows. I'm like, I can't believe I'm looking I at can't. Steven Tyler and Genuine. <laughs> it shouldn't be happening. Jake, what what is it about uh, the the music of Alanis Morissette that that just gets you? Well, I mean, Alanis Morissette is uh, I don't know, maybe maybe one of if not the best musicians ever to be on the planet. There's just something about her voice and the way she sounds is very, very uh, distinct and different from everything else that's ever existed. And, and just something about her, her honesty and, and, you know, just the lyrics by themselves, but definitely wears yeah, her heart on know, her sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's yeah. It, it was incredible. That's it was kind incredible. Of, yeah. And also like, but I was kind of thinking of it like when she started playing ironic, like 
It's legitimately like all she's got like seven or eight songs that are like everybody knows those songs. But yeah, that's spe- for the basic fans. No, stop it. It's not for the it's for all the fans. <laughs> OK, it's for me. It's for Ironic Craig. is literally one of the like biggest pop rock songs of all time. Yeah. It, one, yeah. yeah. The crowd knew every word to that one. Well, for I sure. should hope so. <laughs> I love when they show the video of like people in the crowd and they cut to somebody who clearly doesn't know the words and they're still trying to mouth along. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I literally want to find that person to be like, wrong. Uh, wrong. Get out. Ejected. <laughs> Sir, we're having you removed. I'm wearing my mask. Well, <clears throat> it's not that. It's you don't yeah. know any of these lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was great. It was great. It was great fun. That was Absolutely. awesome. Oh, also, we should share about our... Uh, they had purchases because there was some merch. Oh yeah, we should. We have to talk about. <laughs> I, was, I was literally opening my mouth to say that we need to talk Good. about. All right, Jake. There's a YHS moment. Jake, set us up. Well, clearly this. So we go in and you know we're all talking about the shirts. We're gonna see what they got and um. I love merch. We're looking at we look at the merch booth immediately. We're all trying to pick out like which shirts we want to get and there's something on the merch wall that calls to me and it almost feels like it was it was on purpose like they purposefully knew that YHS was coming and said hey let's give these guys a blind bag to open yeah (laughs) exactly but it's not an Alanis Morissette like minifigure (laughs) no and it's like has the word vintage as well so it's even more interesting the it's it's in an Alanis Morissette tote bag it's a hundred dollars and it says these bags contain random vintage items. They're all different. Um, we're asking the the people who work there about them and they, and they said that there's five items in every bag. Uh, the bat, the bag counts as an item. So the, the bag is mm-hmm. an item. There's four inside. It could be anything. They, they say something about the shirts and there's like, you know, if there's any shirts in them, they're all random sizes and no returns. And yeah, we're not going to switch no, them. No returns. And, and, you know, we don't, I don't buy it at first. We're, we're in our seats. We're looking, trying to see if we can find people online who have bought them. Yep. Cat power's uh, playing at that point. Yep. Cat power. Shout out. Shout out to cat power. Local yeah. musician. And Atlanta. It, and it's just something that I can't get out of my, I'm just like, we go back and forth. We're all kind of talking about it. And it's like, I might die if I don't find out what's in this bag. Cause it's like on one thing, it's like what kind of vintage Alanis Morissette stuff is there? Like mm-hmm. I own an Alanis Morissette shirt. I own her records or cassettes. It's like, what else is there? A tour poster? Is it possible? There's like an autographed CD in there or something. It's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that's the thing. It's like you, the not knowing the not knowing the mystery. I think all of us kind of knew like, I don't think Alanis Morissette is carrying around on tour, like a back stock of like mid nineties, cool vintage shirts. Right. Right. Like, especially since like a lot of the merch that she's doing now are like reprints of the nineties stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's still just knowing it's, it's that, it's that, uh, what if, it's the not knowing, yeah. the fear of missing out. And it's why I like literally grabbed my bag and started taking money out. I was like, I mean, just go, so get it. We, we were a little bit back and forth, but it was kind of like we were like kind of milking it because Jake, I think we both knew we were going to, we we weren't each going to do it. We we're going to do a little split. Yeah. Um, so we did. Yeah. They got left. the hundred dollar bag. Mm-hmm. And Jake, what, what was your uh, official review of the items received? <laughs> 
Well, I'll I'll tell you somebody doesn't know what the word vintage means. <laughs> um, we we went up to get it, and the the people working there were three people working the uh, merch booth. We went to and. And Craig, it was just me and you. And they were like, oh, is the bag for you guys or is it for someone else? And we said it's for us. And immediately all three of the merch work workers at once go, ooh. And I'm like, oh, come on. What's in here? And, you know, they yeah, give like, us what? a bag. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a lot of sports. Oh, they have the power. Yeah. It's tampons and earrings. And they were hers. Just girl things. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry. Well, I mean. Sorry. We, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Sorry, no. Abby's being. Just moving on. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. on. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, anyway, we, we get the bag. We come back. We open it up. And it's it's three T-shirts and a, and a throw blanket. And a throw blanket. And, yeah. And one of the T-shirts was her. Miss the band shirt. Her which quarantine is shirt. shirt. It's her quarantine shirt. How can that be considered vintage? Yeah. The other, the other two, I think, were from the two thousands. They weren't. Yeah. They they weren't vintage shirts at all. Right. So. That's like being and like. Also, that's like and picking also up. Abby's the only one who could wear them. Yeah. Well, well I gave one to my therapist. You did. Yeah. Okay. The one that's like the self love self care oh, one, nice. which is cool. Yeah. I, they uh, were all. They're all small. So here's the size. other thing. That's like buying. Plaza, the first wave of plasma series Ghostbusters from last year, but like, oh, I got some vintage Ghostbusters toys. <laughs> They're from yeah. 2020. Right. Um, Abby, you told a funny story about your therapist. Yeah, I did. Oh, she was supposed to be there. Yeah, she, missed she missed the, the concert. Show. She didn't yeah. know it was. The, she didn't know the rescheduled date. Yeah, she was. I told her in my session. She got mad. I was like, "Hey, it's all, it's all right." Well, she we, must not be that big of a fan then. <laughs> Posting about it. Aren't they uh-huh. supposed to be detail oriented? <laughs> I know. Well, uh, uh, it hurt a fit. It did get. It got pushed back so many times. Yeah, it did. It did. And also that shirt, the vintage shirt, literally came out after the pushback. It's very. Yeah. It's all. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, very yeah. funny. Um. But anyway, so um. We did it. I'm glad that we it all was got great. that. It was yeah. awesome. It was a great concert. If you are a fan at all, even if you just are a moderate fan, uh, fan of live music, I'll say incredible performance jake you said it was maybe one of the best shows you've ever seen yeah yeah for sure yeah i've seen this is my second time seeing alanis and uh i think this was a better show she fucking gives yeah, it all it's the best show i've ever seen yeah yeah like we were saying like she could sit on stage and do like storytelling and like fill the time and not do as much music but she was like going so hard like rolling on the ground, like moving all on stage, playing the harmonica. Like it, oh, she was yeah. so physical. Hey, you know what I love too? They did this like intro package uh, at the beginning of the show to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Jagged Little Pill. Actually, it's the 26th anniversary now because yeah. uh, of the, the delays. <laughs> Missed the band. But, but they played these, uh, these clips from Dogma. Oh, that was so tight. And do you know what it's like to be in a venue with like 25,000 people? They're blasting Jason Muse going, what? Who the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, it's so awesome. <laughs> I it was. That. It was. It was so. It was very badass. I loved yeah. seeing that package. Um. So yeah, that was good fun. And then Jake, you were down in a boat after that. You went to a boat. Yeah, I went. I went. And boat. I, went I went. Got in a boat. <laughs> Jake went in a boat. <laughs> and uh, I just imagine that it's like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I would do. It's on just a boat. like Jaws, is what I'm assuming. As long as inside, the boat was yeah. on the dock, I'd be fine. I'm like, what about Bob, Bill Murray? Like, if I go, that's what I. Because when you well, were posting, I really wanted to steal the boat. I really I, wanted to take that boat out. I was like on YouTube looking up like how to sail a boat, <laughs> how to steal a boat, how to steal and sail a boat. Uh, 
Hi, everybody. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Click and subscribe for more information on how to steal boats. <laughs> I propose we do a boat cast. Boat cast? Whether or not yeah. Craig can handle the water. I'm I, a lot we'll better see. on a, it, it doesn't. There's no hey, elevators. It's you. <laughs> it, the boat is so still. There's only a few times where you're like, oh, this boat's moving. Yeah. Most of the time, mm -hmm. you couldn't tell, and it was like you're just in a tiny room. Do you mm -hmm. remember that episode of Full House where they're at Disney World and they're they like Jesse and Joey are doing like a radio show, basically like in a submarine. <laughs> They're like submerged underwater. There's fish everywhere. That's what I want to do. Submarine cast. Submerge. Jake's like, no, fuck off. I don't I know. Don't what you're doing. No, I just don't remember that. So. Oh, mm -hmm. you guys got to see it. Yeah. It's season six mm. season premiere. I'm just kidding. Well, it might be actually, what were we talking about? Uh, the concert boats. was awesome. The concert the boat, was awesome. And the boat, the was, boat awesome. was fantastic. So it good cool. stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, good stuff all around. So basically, like I said, we got Dragon Con coming up. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. That's what I wanted to ask you guys. <laughs> Jake, are you excited about the Legacy sequel panel? I am. I'm, I'm excited to find out exactly what a Legacy sequel is. That's what the panel is. We're going to be trying to figure out what this... Is it... Yeah. Is it even a thing? I, I feel like, Jake, you're going to kind of... I'm not going to spoil... I've got some thoughts yeah, about that. let's not get into okay. it. But we're okay. going right. to... Cool. But show up. Be there. Yeah, it's going to be If you're going to be a Dragon be, be there. It's gonna be so hot. We're gonna fight. It's gonna be good. Well, you gotta, Probably. you gotta fight. You gotta There's entertain. Gonna, there will be a fight before the panel. <laughs> if I know all three of us, there will be. There will be a fight. A quiet fight. A quiet, tension-filled fight, and then we'll go fake it for an hour, and then we'll get off stage and be hungry. <laughs> It'll be great. The three of us have never had a fight. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But maybe, you're hey. Right. It's, hey, co it's COVID. It's a lot of, hey, a lot of <laughs> awkward witnessing of fire. Jake, yeah, that's Jake <laughs> these are unprecedented times. Anything <laughs> can happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, really, uh, really excited about that. Let's. Um, so we, we got a couple things we need to cover. I do want to talk about the Spider-Man uh, work from home trailer. What's it called? That's what work from home. That's what Abby called that's it. That's what I called day. it. Yeah. Yeah. What it, What is the movie Spider -Man called? Spider-Man work from home. Um, Far from home. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. And then we'll talk about Ghostbusters stuff. Sure. So sure. the trailer finally dropped. Uh, it did a little premature. It leaked. Drop. Yeah. That was so dumb. But I didn't watch the leak. I don't want, I don't do that. No, me. Either. I don't do mm. that. No, absolutely not, not. Not really from a moral. Part of the problem. A moral standpoint. No, but a, Selfish. Craig, the only. No, hold on. The, the reason Craig doesn't watch leaks is because the last time he watched the ah. leak and thought a trailer was real. It was a Jurassic. It was a fake Jurassic World Thank trailer you. that he thought was real for three whole days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Thank like, you for pointing that out. I can't believe that Sam Neill's not hiding his New Zealand accent. Uh -huh. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to watch a leaked trailer because I don't want it to be lower quality. Like I want it was a recording it. of somebody's, it was a recording of a recording. It was really bad. It was like, yeah. So, but then yeah. they released it the next day and people have been, the whole WandaVision thing was, pre I think it, listen, I don't think they pre-planned it, but no. it ended up lining up the heart on the calendar, uh, the, the anniversary or whatever it is in the mm. season finale of WandaVision, August 14th was the, or the August 24th, whatever the day the trailer came out, it lined up happy accident okay. as, uh, What's that guy? Bob Ross. Oh. Hey, apparently there's a Bob Ross documentary coming out and it gets into like the dark side Whoa. of Bob Ross. You get a dark side? I kind of I don't want to see it because of that. 
Well, I, I imagine it's like, not his dark side. It's like oh. something to do with the when the cameras were off, he only painted production or some skulls, he had to go. Right? Satan and yeah. Demons. I was gonna say he's pretty <laughs> decent overall. Uh, he's like as, at least from what I know. Gonna put a happy little malevolent, malevolent what's that word? Malevolent spirit. Malevolent. Malala. Okay, Spider Man. Maleficent. <laughs> Maleficent. I thought that's what you were trying to say. I was like, Malevolent. That's Whoa, what? no. By the way, our food's going to be knocking on the door at some point. Cool. And also, it, do you, I, I feel like you don't. Why do you have to say that every single episode? It's just a given. No, I, I have to our stop. Our buddy's got to come in. Uh, the delivery guy always tries to walk directly into our house. He doesn't just try. He succeeds. Well, dude, that's trespassing. Literally, yeah. it's like I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know what I could compare it to. Like somebody who like you go to shake their hand and they like kiss hug you, hug you or something, or yeah. touch your pants. Okay. The trailer dropped. It's like the most watched trailer of all time. I Spider Man is, I think, the biggest superhero. I think he's bigger than Batman or Superman at this point. Like, I don't think it's always been that way, but I think Spider Man is like worldwide, like the biggest superhero. Like people are so unbelievably excited for this movie. Tom Holland is like a superstar. And we, we, it's kind of like ghostbusters. It's like not really the best kept secrets. What's going on in this movie. But if people aren't in the know, we won't do too much speculation, but basically this movie is all about the multiverse opening. Yeah. Which we saw teased in WandaVision a little bit and executed in Loki. Mm-hmm. And, Let's just break down this trailer a little bit. Jake, what, what were your initial thoughts? Obviously, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is, oh my God, our, our food's, food's here. here. Well, I'm going to get here. the food, just Jake, uh, just, but let's hear your initial yeah. thoughts. Okay, just well, keep, yeah. I, what I what I really like is that it seems that Marvel has gotten to the point where they have said, fuck it. We're, we, we can do whatever we want. We can be as big as we want. We can be as weird as we want. Mm-hmm. And something about the trailer gives me almost like a fan fiction sort of vibe. Like, what if Doctor Strange yeah. put a spell on everybody so they don't know who Peter Parker is? And then that made Doctor Octopus come right, back. Right, that like would it explain. Sounds, like, it sounds dumb, but I... I'm maybe looking forward to this more than any of the other upcoming Marvel movies. Yeah. Dude, I agree. I I thought it was a really good trailer. And for those same reasons that it's like, they don't, they've kind of, not to say they've jumped the shark, but they don't give a fuck at this point. It's like, you can, they do whatever they're doing, whatever they want. And our film's here. Let's get this guy. Let's just get this guy on the show. Let's get his opinion on, on whoever this guy is. Who's being loud. Hold on. Sorry. On the dude. I literally thought he was going to like get on the mic. I thought he was. He, he should he, have. Dude. He, I love this delivery guy. He's a refugee from Israel and he escaped the uh, war to come. And he, he loves our cat. Bring us food. He wow. just pet gypsy and wasn't wearing a mask and was in our house. Not so. at all. He waved at me. <laughs> Very stressful. Good job. Jake was he, talking. He, no, hold on real quick. Okay. He told me last time he got out his Instagram and he was like, in Israel, I'm a famous businessman. <laughs> he showed me his Instagram. He had 75,000 followers. I was like, dang, dude. How'd you get that many followers? <laughs> hey, let's see if he can promote the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Promote it on my <laughs> um, All right, Jake, keep going. Sorry about that. Oh, well, I think Abby was talking. Abby, keep going. How's that going, it? Jake? And when it comes to like the, my feelings about the trailer, it's like, it's similar to like, yeah, that 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 
that level of like they can do whatever they want at this point. There's no rules. Things can get fun, weird, very specific, um, and very different from like the formulaic Marvel movies, which I think Jake, you've had issues with. And I know I have where it's like the villain's yeah. boring. Well, Craig, what I was saying is that the trailer seems fake. You know, it seems like it's such, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. It is the most random bit of circumstances. Like the things that are happening in this trailer is not something that I think anybody would have ever predicted we would get out of a Marvel or a Spider-Man movie. It And it feels like part of it is a way that they can just take all these different Spider, Spider-Man reboots and, and make them work together as one. But also it's like, it literally feels like fan fiction. Sorry. Abby's not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. There's something with Jonesy going I, on. I could I could see that you guys have a commotion happening. There, there was, is a commotion. Having a okay. difficulty to quote you. Jake, I I want to talk about all of that. Jake, I could not agree more. Um it's kind of what really excites me about this movie. Like I really liked Homecoming and I liked Far From Home. Um and I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but Ever since the the you know, there's always this thing about like incorporating the Sony Marvel world into the MCU Disney owned Marvel world, and then with the Fox merger, it's like, are we going to be able to see, uh, you know, the the X Men and and Fantastic Four and all all that kind of stuff, um, and it, it's all starting to happen, which is very exciting. But this movie specifically, um, is hinting at basically what amounts to a live action spider verse Mm -hmm. where we've got this incredible animated Spider-Man movie that came out a couple years ago that many people say is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time that leaned into this notion of, but it's animated, so it doesn't count. Right. It's very boring. I get very tired. No, it is great. I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, John, sorry, John, um, but seriously, like that, the, Got that for John and Ryan. Right, right, right. But what we're doing now is like, we have this scenario where we've got this personal history with Spider-Man, right? That when Spider-Man came out with Tobey Maguire in 2000, that was like a game changer for comic book movies. And Jake, we've talked about it. Spider-Man two, and we're going to get to Alfred Molina in a second. That's still one of the best superhero movies of all time. I mean, it yeah. is the best Spider-Man movie that I think we we have so far. But it's like it almost it, it's sort of like what Deadpool did. You know, Deadpool went through you know a troubled past, and and that character was in Wolverine Origins, and then they were kind of able to to pick it up out of the dirt and and redo that character and. And then, you know, even the scene in Deadpool where he goes and kills the old dead. It's like, yeah, that's like that's kind of what they're doing. They've gotten to the point where they know Marvel's big enough and they know that people, you know, like one of the we, we've talked about it a million times that it's a bummer that there's three different versions of Spider-Man. You know, it's a bummer that we've had to go through that many to get to where we're at. And it's. And it, and it, and you and you know Marvel is doing the same thing, and they're like, well, how do we? We can't erase six movies out of everybody's memory. How do we, you know, fix this? Mm-hmm. And this is how you do it: you just bring it all into one fucking universe. And what's up with Doctor Strange in this trailer? <laughs> 
That's what, well, I want to Because get, it doesn't seem like Doctor Strange at something's all. Weird. Something's weird. So let, well, There's let's. something strange. Something, something strange about this on. doctor. There's something strange on Bleecker Street. Mm. Who are you going to call? I love his jacket, like his snowsuit jacket yeah. with the cape. It's very funny. Yeah. Right, nice. Um, so I think the, I, you know, we, we've kind of gotten used to trailers being edited in a way to kind of conceal the, uh, what are you doing? I just, I have to, I'm trying happening? to take my salad out so it doesn't get all hot from the rest of the food. This is classic Wyatt Johnson. And, and you know what? I like it. Melt. I, I like that. it. Hey, Jake, do you ever record <laughs> yeah. Monster Island and in the middle of it, Jay's just Dude, removing a, squeaky a salad? styrofoam? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> never happened. So listen, for real, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. the way it's edited, there's a lot of different possibilities. I think everybody kind of came away going, hey, Doctor Strange is a pretty smart guy kind of knew the fate of the universe one in 11 million chances him and Tony Stark. Like we, we kind of, we kind of trust Dr. Strange mm-hmm. seems a little weird that he'd be going willy nilly with this, uh, spell for, for yeah, Peter yeah, yeah, Parker yeah, yeah, exactly. just to make the world forget like who he is. If it was that dangerous, I kind of have a feeling and Jake, I want to get your, you know, there's a lot of theories of He's what's like going on. He's like a calculated on. guy. Yeah, yeah. I kind of have a feeling that the multiverse becoming a reality and opening up in this movie is a separate instance from this spell that he's trying to cast for Peter Parker and that they edited it in a way to make it seem like those are more connected than maybe yeah. they actually are. Yeah, because it kind of seems like a big leap to go from <laughs> right. this to that. Yeah. Right, I, right. I don't know, man. I mean, it, it could literally be anything, you know, uh, some people think maybe that's not even Dr. Strange. I've seen some people say it could be Mysterio, which that seems kind of crazy, but it could be anything, you know, it could be, we're seeing a three minute trailer. We could be seeing Dr. Strange clips from, you know, six different points of the movie edited to look like one. It's just, exactly. It could be anything. It could be a so variant. We just, we just don't know. It seems pretty jarring to, to have him, to see Dr. Strange be kind of silly, like whenever whenever Wong's like, do not do that spell, and he winks. Yeah. It's like, this is not... <laughs> yeah, like, this is this different. Is, what is he, he's fucking Santa Claus now, and he's like going to go grant <laughs> Peter's wish. He's this is not what Doc... So there's, there's clearly something <laughs> else funny. going on. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But as the multiverse kind of... And, you know, for... For a two and a half minute trailer, there's a lot going on and it's all over the place, but they don't reveal much, but they do hint at this arrival of a Sinister Six made up of primarily villains that have existed in previous incarnations of the Spider-Man franchise. So as we get into that, the question I pose is, if and when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and all these people show up into these movies, does that retroactively make those movies canon to the MCU? Like, how does it work? Uh, okay. Or, or as being ushered into that. Mm. I guess it just depends on what they do with it going forward, but it's almost like it, to me, it, it, to me, it's kind of cool. The fact is like, when's the last time Tobey Maguire played Spider-Man 2007? And yeah. now he's going to be back. It's almost like the Michael Keaton thing. Like you didn't think he'd ever going to see it. Andrew Garfield, I could kind of take or leave, but mm-hmm. he was the other live action Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I think there's a lot of surprises in store. And obviously the big reveal at the end of this trailer was the return of Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. One of the great villain performances in comic book history. So Jake, what'd you think? Did you think they were going to reveal that in this trailer? I, I was actually surprised to see that, you know, they, the whole trailer kind of teases it. Multiple villains. You get a, there's a tease of electro, but you don't see him. You, you kind of see like Sandman, but not in a, in a solid form. Right. Then you, you see the, the green goblins, like a bomb, bomb and you yeah. hear, you hear him laugh. So I was like, Oh cool. We're just kind of getting teases of all these villains. And then you see, you know, the, uh, Dr. Octopus's tentacle. And I was expecting that to be it because you didn't actually see any of the other guys, but then he pops up and we, we get a, we get a line. And I, I think, I think it's clear that he's maybe everybody's favorite. He, he's the one thing that even for people who do not like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, I think most people can agree that they handled Dr. Octopus very well. Yeah. Definitely. Like as a very much a standout successful villain. Um maybe that I'm I'm excited about about seeing them all. Um it's gonna well, be uh, exciting. Thank you. The, good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be exciting, folks. Hey, there's a lot going on there in the Spider Man world. We're gonna, one of those chocolate goodies. We're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. I like that analysis. Um Well, I mean, realistically, don't pre- Spider-Man's not your number yeah, one. Yeah, I know. I, sh- I was kind of getting towards that. Jake, you you have a wealth of knowledge of these villains that I didn't actually notice at all in the trailer. So I'm like, I well, need to give it hey, another watch. But you do have a wealth of knowledge about Ghostbusters. And you, when we were doing our trailer breakdown with the cross rip, when everybody was talking about Gozer, the look on Abby's face was like, what? <laughs> That's who? I was just impressed with the characters. Yeah, I know. No, it's, it's great. Something for everybody. Bullied? But I think showing Alfred Molina, that reveals that Tobey Maguire is going to be part of the movie yeah. without having to show him. Yes. I was kind of hoping they were going to cl- cut to Tobey Maguire answering a phone and just being like, we're closed. Um, <laughs> I, I think the more interesting thing is that you get you get a tease of four different villains. And I mean, they're clearly are they I mean. I, I say clearly, but it it sounds a lot like they're setting up the Sinister Six here. And yeah, right. It would be the first time we ever actually got a live, you know, uh, a live adaptation of the Sinister Six. But they only sh- they only tease four villains. Who Unless, else could um, it be? It, like, you got two more, and 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 you, and you. I've seen people throw around the lizard a lot because you know that that's that's, that's they're, the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, if they're taking two villains from the 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 Rainy verse, it would make sense. Maybe they take two from from the Andrew Garfield, and I mean, it could be, you know, they could use Vulture. It could be Rhino. It could be, you know, they tease. It could fucking be Venom for all we know. There's there's there are a couple villains so, unaccounted for if they're gonna go Sinister Six. It's interesting you brought that up. You know, they pushed back Venom a couple weeks and I was, I had it in my mind. I was like, they really, even though Venom's getting delayed, it's still coming out before the new Spider-Man. And I thought maybe that was on purpose, but Venom got delayed again today till January. So that no longer holds up, but yeah, that new Venom movie looks 
real bad. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it looks really bad, and also I don't actually think it's going to be Venom because they've set up their Venom as a as it's not a, a villain, babyface, a hero. So, um, yeah. I hope it's Michael Keaton, but not as Vulture. I hope it's Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do. I, I just like that. Yeah. Hey, Spider Man, is that your name? Listen, I hey, like hey. it. Hey, I'll tell you what. Dressed like a spider. A little weird. I like it. Uh-huh. Hey, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to eat you. He just eats some. He just eats Spider-Man. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> no way. He's Damn like. Me. <laughs> he's like. Dressed up in a suit. I like it. I'll tell you what. I like it a lot. But I got a little bit of a problem with it. Because your aunt is really hot. And I think she's looking at me. I think I could be your stepdaddy. Peter Parker. All right. <laughs> that's Beetlejuice of the Sinister Six movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. Um, you've been doing a good Beetlejuice. This is my Beetlejuice impression. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I like Michael Keaton a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this trailer was cool, man. I I'm glad it didn't reveal too much, but it got me like excited. And listen, I'm excited for Shang Chi, and I'm excited about Eternals, but not like I'm excited about Spider Man. Yeah, you've got onset yeah. romance coming to life with Zendaya that and Tom Holland. That's exciting. That, that's really? why you're excited. Uh, yeah, I don't. What yes. are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. They're they're you're dating. just a tabloid the junkie. The two main characters who are cares? dating. I think it's great. Yeah, well, she's not even going to remember yeah, who he it's is. Gonna, it's going to be really right. great when they break up and they have to film another Spider-Man movie. <laughs> it's going to be awkward <laughs> energy. Parker, I'm, get in here. I like it. I'm happy. Heard you're dating the girl, MJ. <laughs> I like both of them. I'm glad that he's in it. And I love, I want the, yeah, I hope both versions of J. Jonah Jameson meet each other. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't even think about that. That's so stupid. <laughs> I want, I want to see two J. Jonas yelling at each other. I, he's like, he's like, <laughs> like, Toby they, would like love each, they would love each other though. Yeah. The bald one would like the one with the hair is like, look at that. I like that. Parker, get in here. Take a picture. <laughs> Guy's got a beautiful head of hair. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> Jonah. <laughs> we need to know what's going on with the multiverse for the seven o'clock edition. Uh, I love that guy. So I'm excited, man. It's cool. It's kind of a throwback. It's it, it opens up so many possibilities. We're all dying to see mutants in this MCU. We want to know what's going on with the fantastic four. And I think by the end of like next year, or the year after we're going to have a fully integrated Marvel, Sony Fox universe. But here's my prediction. Sam Raimi is back directing the new Doctor Strange movie. Does he do a standalone Spider-Man? Does he finish out a, a, a solo Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire as kind of a send-off? Because I could be, I would be into that. I mean, I'd be into that, but I don't see, I don't see this Spider-Man movie meaning that the other Sony films are gonna like get to keep going this this is the send-off like this is the toby Maguire andrew garfield set because both of those franchises got cut short both of them did whether they deserved it or not one of them did and one didn't but this like this is the sent. this is it i think i i hope whatever they're planning with all of this like sony 
like let's bring multiverse stuff. You, you know, you mentioned the mutants and, and we don't have to get into it, but I, I really, the mutants all have to be recast. We can't, we can't just take the Fox X-Men and bring them into the MCU. Yeah, that'd be cheap. It wouldn't be fun. Like as much, we all love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and we all love those characters, but it wouldn't be fun. Like part of the fun is the recasting and, and maybe yeah. as good as some of those characters and some of those movies are, I think all X-Men fans, <laughs> X-Men fans, X-Men fans are looking for a more, uh, I don't know, maybe more honest casting. Faithful. Yeah, faithful more faithful. Adam, more, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Tom Holland. How do you feel about him? I like him. I'm, I'm a fan. I think he's very charismatic, and I think he's great in the role, and I'm excited to see him back on screen, and I legitimately am more interested in the character and um, knowing that him and Zendaya are, like, having a relationship. I'm excited. I mean, that you can make an argument that that literally can add to, on, you know, their chemistry. For sure. But, mm-hmm. For sure. I, I agree with that. But they've been a little bit weird about, like, her character, too. Like, is she the real MJ? Is she Mary Jane? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they – I think that's just kind of a uh, – uh, what do you call it? It's just like a new way to do that character, I guess. Right. It's the, it's the end of the first movie where they call her MJ. Right. Right. right yeah. So I, I, I think she is like, there's not going to be another Mary Jane. That doesn't make sense. She's Mary Jane. They, it's just a new adaptation of that, that character. I think. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Spider-Man three is still really bad. Just putting that out there. It is. Yeah, yeah. Toe for Grace is. as Venom, although I think Tom Hardy might be giving him a run for his money for It's ba- hey, yeah, it's bad. It's the third worst Spider-Man movie behind the fucking Andrew Garfield <laughs> disasters. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it over those two any day. I just tried uh, to force myself to watch those. It's it's not easy and I have not been successful. They're not very good. They're very, no. they're very much not mm-hmm. very good. Um, all right. So before we wrap up, I guess we have to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife because after all, we are, yes, have some podcasts and Ghostbusters is a big part of our lives. So CinemaCon was this week, which is an industry only event for all the theater owners and the theater complexes to uh, basically gather and, and the, the studios, the major studios, your Sony, Warner Brothers, etc., do presentations. Now, normally these are sizzle reels, trailers, coming attractions. And this is the, if you're not familiar with the event, this is what, you know, gets the theater owners all hyped up and gets them to, to, uh, you know, put the movies on more screens and invest in the tie-in merchandise and all that. I mean, we did, did you see the thing going around today? The Ghostbusters Ecto-1 popcorn tin? Or the yeah. uh, the popcorn bucket that's coming to theaters. This sounds like a job that I want. Like because <laughs> there's something about there's something about like movie tie-ins and movie theater tie-ins and like especially like the more vintage stuff that just gets me just gets me going. It's like I want that job of creating the movie tie-ins and the popcorn buckets mm-hmm. and just all of the movie theater stuff i don't even if they just said there's not a new ghostbusters movie there's just a ecto-1 ghostbusters uh popcorn tin i'd still be like 80 percent as excited <laughs> right you're still in 
I'm getting a picture of it now because I only saw it briefly. Going to ghostbustersnews.com. By the way, congratulations to Jason from Ghostbusters News who made the announcement this week that he's taken uh, taking Ghostbusters News uh, full time. Uh, he's 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 quit his day job and he's going full time. Uh, he's uh, awesome. He does a ton of content and we love our, our GB media community. So uh, congrats to Jason. But yeah, check this out, Ab. I don't know if you saw this earlier. This hey, can, is, we, can we do that? We're we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. We we just need we need something. And it starts with popcorn, I think. <laughs> starts with popcorn, ends with khakis. <laughs> wow. Um but this thing's great. This is the Ecto one uh from Afterlife, and it's uh gonna be full of popcorn. And but Abby, anytime we go to the movies, like we always get the limited edition tins and the limited edition tie-in merch. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what does something pop open on it or what's like. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's very impractical, but I, I really hope that it like maybe one of the headlight pops open and you have to pour the popcorn one piece at a time out of the, <laughs> out of the headlight. <laughs> maybe uh, that's how it works. Yeah, maybe Muncher pops out. No, probably not. That doesn't not. that doesn't seem to go over well. <laughs> uh, that'll be a different story for a different day. But anyways, let's talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. They screened the whole movie, the whole damn thing. Not a teaser, not a, si- a sizzle reel, not a coming attraction, not a special appearance by Ernie Hudson talking about how great it was for the 1400 people in attendance. They gave them the movie, and I would be lying to you. If okay, I- but here, go for it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, you go. Uh, ahead. No, I'm, I'm fine with it. I wasn't mad, sad, depressed, jealous, angry, <laughs> questioning everything <laughs> in my own existence, wondering why I wasn't there, <laughs> wondering why they didn't call me and tell me to go. <laughs> so I think one of two things happened. Either one. Uh, Jason Reitman was tired of not having anybody see this movie. And he said, fuck it, we're showing this movie. Right. Or, or maybe the more likely scenario is that Sony didn't have a presentation uh, (laughs) ready to go. And they just said, what are we going to do? We got three hours. What are we going to do? Let's, let's show them a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And they did. And the reactions, what if, what if they were supposed to show a trailer But when they hit the they hit they hit play, they realized right away, oh, my God, we're showing the movie. And at that point, it's too late. You just got to show it. They show the first 10 minutes and they just stop the movie. They're like, oh, this is a preview. (laughs) (laughs) Special 10 minute clip. Yeah, that's it was upsetting to hear, honestly, that that it's out because I yeah, it's not being a part of the first batch of people to see it, knowing that they are walking the earth having seen afterlife and I haven't is stressful. We were like sad comment central and listen, I get it. It's an industry event. All the professionals and journalists, they all signed NDAs. No spoilers got out. There was a lot yeah. of reactions, but I would be lying to you if I told you I wasn't sitting here. Like I deleted Twitter. Not even like, I think I, I deleted the whole account. We don't have an account anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I just took it off my phone, <laughs> staying off Reddit, 
put a warning sign. I literally said we're not accepting new members of the group therapy until after the movie. We're on lockdown. <laughs> I miss that. We're on lockdown. We're on lockdown. We're on Ghostbusters lockdown. We we're going to go to the cabin from um, Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> and just, we're not going to have any internet no. or phones on we're gonna, us. We're going to disappear out of the public eye until November the 10th. And whenever people see us again, like we all have like shoulder length hair and <laughs> Long beard. fingernails. Like, Abby's got a beard. And <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on. I just imagine majestic. like, where have they been? Um, I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> hey, there's a bug crawling on that food. Yeah. I, in all seriousness, am unbelievably excited and happy for Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman, Eric, Ghost Corps, everybody, because yeah. they, let's get serious here. All right. They got to show this movie in front of 1,400 people. The franchise has had its ups and downs. There's been a ton of turmoil just getting this movie out. And the general consensus, without going into details, because we didn't read the details, was, holy fuck, this movie is very good. Like, yeah. the quotes were like... It wasn't a bunch of, like, Ghostbusters fans that were brought out there to be... To, to exactly. On a rooftop and, exactly. like, yeah, wined and dined. It's exactly. There was no... General population. <laughs> Let's not coerce you with cheese pizzas in 100 degree heat. <laughs> or the promise of cheese pizzas. Yeah, the potential. Hey, guys. The potential <laughs> if you get there early enough to get your own box. If not... Enjoy the movie in five hours. But but you, Jake and Abby, you both commented on how different this is than the release five years ago. It's yeah. just different. They it stands on its own. It doesn't need any help. It's just fine. Right. The movie's yeah. going to speak for itself. And like Jason Reitman, apparently, um, and I say apparently because I wasn't there. It's fine. Made a speech beforehand. Said I made this movie for my dad and for my daughter. And you can feel it. That there's a there's a real connection. He also said he made the speech before the movie. He said he confirmed a couple of things. He said there is an after credit scene, which also made me mad for some reason. I was like, no, yes, ah, I don't know, what do I do? And he also said, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you're about to go on the biggest Easter egg hunt of your life. And I was just like, I am. How does one even? I I figured it out. The first time I watch Afterlife, I want no dialogue, no audio. I just want to take it in visually so I can see all the stuff. That's not the first time. That's going to be the second time. Right. Or maybe right. third time. Maybe second or third time. Um, but hey, let, can, I, can, yeah. we, can we all guess what the after credit scene is? That, I mean, sure. Or is that going to stress you out? No, we can. Like, none of, well, let's do it under the guise of none of us have any. Somebody accused me, by the way, we, we pushed back toy anxiety last night. Somebody group therapy was like, I think they're getting a screening. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How hey, optimistic of them to think that. Thank you. Trust me. I wish that was, that's what we're doing. I think that the after credit scene is going to be Zool reaching out to Patty. <laughs> the other side. I think yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's. No, but I wanted to say we have no inside information. We haven't seen it. We haven't read anything. This no. is pure speculation. We're for very fun. bitter. We're just three bitter <laughs> Ghostbusters fans. I haven't seen it. I haven't even told this. I 
you know what? I'm going to leave that part out. Jake, go for it. Uh, after credit scene is Slimer. He's okay. not in the movie. He gets a he gets a tiny little after credit scene. Okay. In what in what for? Like, Who knows? L- I don't know. Living with Lewis. I don't know. Yeah. I, something, I like something something like kind of funny and silly. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the movie's going to have a very emotional ending, and I think the after credit scene is just going to be a a quick some levity fun maybe. thing. Yeah. Slimer's been in the hot dog section at walmart the whole movie just catch up with him (laughs) what if it's vankman returning home walks into his apartment throws his keys on the table sits on the couch and slimer's sitting there watching tv he's like you would not believe what i just did (laughs) (laughs) hey what if uh what if much like spider-man uh whenever whenever you you know in the trailer when you're seeing that pit what if the multiverse opens up and uh Everybody who's ever played Vankman shows up at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dave Coulier. Yeah. Uh, Dave Coulier, yeah. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> That's my Dave Coulier's Peter Vankman. Wow. What are you guys up to? Cut it out. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. By the way, Dave Coulier's Peter Vankman is just Bill Murray from Caddyshack, if you've ever noticed. Oh, Slimer. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Um. Abby, do you have a post-credits uh, prediction? Um, no. I mean, I haven't gotten that far, to be honest. I, 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 n- there's nothing that I'm desiring. I actually like Jake's idea because I think withholding Slimer and not having him be the main ghost in the movie is a smart choice. So having like a little, a little connective tissue, maybe, um, maybe a Lewis Tully. I know we already just said that kind of, yeah, but like that I would think that's be what people are gonna be hoping for. Yeah, seeing a character, Janos, probably not. <laughs> Just Janos. God, that'd be the best. Yeah, that would be so fantastic. I came up with the most annoying Ghostbusters fan fiction after credit scene prediction. Okay. All right, ready? And I've only told one person, so I'm going to reveal it to everybody here. Because of his prior connection to Jason Reitman and because he was born the same year as the original actor, this year set up the sequel new character oscar played by michael Sarah. yeah jake's face is what my face was like too no i hate i hate that i hate that so much you hate that yeah michael Sarah. i he sucks dude (laughs) (laughs) oh i I can't wait till this happens and we we go back to this um no i'm not i don't think he sucks i i don't no, I don't think it fits. We don't need Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need that. I don't think. Although Jason Reitman said that's a huge Easter egg hunt, so maybe Oscar's just in there somewhere. He's in one he's of those. Hidden. He's in one of those jars on Egon's lab. Mm. <laughs> uh, after credit scene, I, I kind of lean towards the Slimer thing a little bit. Um, possibly something that sets up the future of the franchise in some way. That's where I'm leaning. Like realistically, something in New York, maybe. Uh. I don't know. It's it's hard with without kid with a broom, proton pack. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it's so hard to say. We haven't seen the movie yet, and yeah, it's sure. just it's not possible. But in all seriousness, we're excited that the hype is really good, and that hype is important. You know, movie theaters are you know Sony really stressed in the, in this 
mm-hmm. this uh, presentation that we're not going to do streaming. Streaming is going to kill the theater business. We are making movies for people to see in movie theaters. So come November 11, if you want to see Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife, you're going to have to go to a movie theater and see it and get that Ecto-1 tub of popcorn. You have to. Afterlife, breathing life into movie theaters. Uh, that, yeah. I like that. Thank like, you. I like that. <laughs> that was like my sell headline. That. Sell that to Sony. Sell that. Yeah. And then we could do this full time. Cool. Dear Sony, I wrote you, but you still won't call me. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, heartfelt congratulations. Uh, and, um, we're going to see it at some point, eventually soon, November Mm -hmm. 11th, hopefully before that, there's still no word on a premiere or a fan screening. It still could happen. Sending out vibes, send out the positive vibes. But we got it. We got to get it. Maybe maybe that kid who leaked the Spider-Man trailer was at Cinecon. (laughs) Cinemacon, whatever it's called. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. He's just waiting for the YouTube video to upload. Wait, here they take forever. That'd be like the old Bobby Moynihan character on SNL. Did you guys uh, hear what they did at the Cinnabon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently they showed uh, the whole new. Uh, there was a leak. Yeah, they showed the whole new uh, Frighteners movie. Uh, I uh, I'm just excited, man. The buzz is important. I I think you know because of the turmoil the franchise has gone through and and all of the buildup to this release, seeing a bunch of hardened Hollywood elite critics go, "Whoa, this is amazing!" It's one of two things. We talked about this in our group chat. It's either actually amazing, or it's the it's the last Jedi thing where the critics love it and the fans go, "What?" No way. No, no, no there's no way, way. it's going to be that way. It's not going to happen. There's just no way. It's not going to happen. It's going to be amazing. It's Jason Reitman. Yeah, not Ryan Johnson. Jason, the right man for the job. Yeah. See? I can do that those to too. Sony. Oh. I, I said that. I have another thing to say, then we'll, then we'll get to Gary and Joe. I'm going to keep it all in one episode. I've, I've made a decision. Uh, and sorry for a couple technical snafus today. To recap, food was delivered. Jake had a microphone issue. Abby and I yelled at each other off mm-hmm, camera. Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. And our cat's having a furball right now. Jason Reitman posted in his Instagram stories yesterday that in the middle of the movie, in the, the first time, it was the first time screening uh, with, with an audience, with Ivan and everybody, that Ivan in the middle of the movie leaned over and gave Jason a note. <laughs> Oh my God. And I'm like, isn't the movie locked? Like, is he like, are they going back to the editing room? Do you think the note just said, I love you, son? No, I don't think so. I think uh, it was think like, like a credit, a credit critique. Yeah. I, well, I think the, you know, when you're watching it with an audience for the first time, you're monitoring reactions, right? So maybe they're going yeah. for a laugh somewhere and it's not hitting as hard. Um, I, do it's I, too late. I, <laughs> It's like when I want you to add a sound effect to uh, the song for Bad Bitches right before the show. <laughs> yeah, right it's before just the, not going to happen. Well, here's the thing. That must be intimidating. Your dad's Ivan Reitman. You're both filmmakers. You're watching the movie. Your dad's giving you. It's like my dad sells fabric. So if I went to his fabric factory and I was also a fabric salesman, I guess it just doesn't work. It's not a one-to-one comparison. I, I hope he just, lo- I just, I hope he just leaned over and, Instead of giving any, I hope it wasn't constructive and it was just like, I would have done that differently. (laughs) Should have gone with the other take. Don't forget, 
I helped invent Ghostbusters and I helped invent you. Don't what if it said no shiver? I did, I did not experience. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, Jason, the first time we saw the four new chills. Ghostbusters, no chills. So take that, take that how you will. Um, that's really Needs funny. Needs more chills. Needs more chills. I'm excited, but, but trying to sleep the other night, knowing that the screening was happening, uh, was tough because not that I, I wasn't actually jealous. Uh, yes, I was, but you were, it was more that the like fear being sent to bed when the party's still going on downstairs. That's fucking how I felt. Yeah. Like it's like, Oh, that we're having an adult party. It's time for the kids to go to bed. It's like, no, the pizza's not They're, even here yet. It's, I know you haven't gotten dessert out yet. I know you haven't put the movie on. All my favorite parent friends are here. <laughs> I want to be down there. <laughs> my parent friends. I had so many parent friends growing hey, up. You're like, hey, mom, dad, <laughs> listen, I know it's 10 p.m. on a school night, but I see the double VHS copy of Forrest Gump sitting in the corner, and I have a feeling that thing's making its way into the VCR. <laughs> Not going to watch itself, mom. <laughs> so I ain't going to bed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking cool. It's exciting. It's finally happening. We're just over two months away. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm like freaking out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's happening. That's it's the story. It's all happening. And we are going to be talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife on our legacy sequel panel. It's kind of our backdoor way into talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> For uh, sure. Because we don't get a Ghostbusters whole only panel. Mm-mm. There's already well, a Ghostbusters uh, apparently, panel. Apparently nobody does. Well. Wait, is that for real? No, there's a real Ghostbusters panel. It's a real Ghostbusters oh. panel. It's a real Ghostbusters it's, panel. It's, okay. Show cartoons. <laughs> oh. Okay. But we are going to talk about legacy sequels, and obviously Let's we're going to show be- Ghost Heads. <laughs> Stop it! Just kidding. Wait, a- <laughs> the, le- already, the legacy that? sequel to Ghost Heads? Oh God, that's what yes, I have some podcast is Ghost Heads Afterlife. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that is what we do. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final thoughts before we get to our friends Gary and Joe. Mm. Abigail. I'm excited for dinner, and I really enjoyed this time that we got to spend together. I think Spider-Man's going to be uh, a really cool movie. I need to go back and see the terrible Spider-Man movies. Um, I'm putting on Spider-Man 3 like right now. Yeah, that's. I think I just need to fill in all the blanks of what I'm missing before I get into this movie in particular. Um, and then when it comes to Ghostbusters Afterlife, it, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm mad that I haven't gotten to see the movie, but... Also extremely like heartened and um, like confident hearing all of the positive feedback from people that didn't need to say anything positive about it. Um, So that's just that's just good news. Um, It's really good news. And and I'm not going to lie. It's okay that we're saying this because I know on the crossroad on Monday, Chris and Troy are going to talk about how they're not jealous that they didn't get to see it yet. But they're both going to be lying to you. Because no <laughs> Ghostbusters fan of the right mind isn't jealous. You should be jealous because it's out there. People are seeing it and it's going to be amazing. And I'm happy that it's all happening. Are you challenging them to, to admit? I'm challenging Chris Stewart for once in his life. <laughs> admit it. To admit it. Just admit it one time. <laughs> we can't be the so only like ones. A wrestling promo. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you're cutting up. Calling out you, Proton Charging. It's time for you to admit that you wish you would have seen the movie the other night. Okay. Jake, final thoughts? Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just ready to 
just ready to see it. I'm ready for Dragon Con. I'm ready to see Spider-Man. I'm ready to see... Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Jason. Oh, thank you, Jason. Thank you, right, man? Thank Wait, you got to do the opening piano. After What's the opening line of the song? How about getting back in these movie theaters? How about getting an Ecto one bucket of popcorn? Oh my god! That's good. I think we could probably do a pretty good Ghostbusters a lot of Morrison parody. If it sounds like we we just started, we should. Yeah. But I like it. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, McKenna. <laughs> oh, that's good. Deep sigh of relief. It's good. We got through it. We're we did it. Oh, we're still recording. Man. Just got some chills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We've lost our mind. And isn't it protonic? Reversal? <laughs> Don't you think? It's like crossing strips. <laughs> oh, On Ghostbusters Day. Uh, one hand oh my on my God. proton pack, and yeah. the other one's opening a trap. Okay. Didn't even no, say I got it. it. I got one. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, I want to hear a You Ought to Know parody about the Scolari brothers. We'll work on that yeah. for next time. <laughs> I gave them that's, the chair. They came back for, with a scare. And they haunted me in my courtroom. Oh, it's from gosh. the judge's perspective. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? This is what we're keeping Gary and Joe waiting for so we could sit here and make up songs. And the sentence that you made in the head <laughs> enough to tell you die. <clears throat> but you're still alone. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm here to remind you that, that you we have, have given ju- me the chair. No, I'm not going to sing it, but the lyrics are I'm here to remind you that we are still under a judicial restraint <laughs> order. <laughs> that blue thing I got from her. <laughs> Oh, God. Of the the messy left on Fifth Avenue. Oh, that's good. (sighs) Well, there's so many holes on First Avenue. We didn't know that. Okay. We know the line. Yeah. All right. right. We did it. Yep. I'm writing that song tonight. I'm writing the You Ought to Know Scolari Brothers song. (laughs) Do it. You got to. I, it's in my head. Like it, 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 I like that. I like that a lot. All right. What we're going to do right now, we're going to get over to Gary Mitchell, Joe Crow. Really good dudes. We've had them on before. We always have a fun conversation. We're going to be talking about Dragon Con, all the planning, all the chaos, the protocol. I don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to be behind plexiglass? Mm, for pictures, <laughs> if we're doing pictures, but... For panels, what if we were behind glass? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're I putting, hope so. Are like they putting us behind? <laughs> yeah, like the Texaco. They're gonna put gonna us behind the weird. glass, I and they're we'll gonna see. be talking. Through. It's gonna be like we're in jail. And yeah, with some phone. Yeah. Oh, that'd <laughs> be cool. If there's plexiglass, then people are gonna like throw shit at us. I would. I would be more inclined to like throw tomatoes if the panel doesn't do well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make sure not to have any. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good well, call. Maybe, Nobody maybe we should get rid of that free Can- tomato idea. Cancel the tomato baskets at the end of the uh, aisles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a big speech Can- about. Cancel the free tomatoes, please. <laughs> Uh, unexpected plexiglass. glass <laughs> well uh, ladies and gentlemen if you uh, look under your seat in the panel room you will notice a uh, free basket of tomatoes <laughs> uh, we ask you not to uh, throw the tomatoes at Jacob Walsh uh, Craig Goldberg or Abigail Gardner uh, if you look to your left you will see Dan Harshman dressed as uh, we're not sure (laughs) what's he dressed he's a hobbit he's a hobbit hobbit. he's a hobbit Bilbo that's what Bilbo Baggins does. That's what he Bilbo throws, Baggins hates. He throws tomatoes. <laughs> we're just elongating this at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of filth. I got to eat. All right. Love you guys. It's mostly us singing right. at this point. Congrats <laughs> to everybody on the Sony team on Ghostbusters Afterlife successful screening. Gary Joe coming up. Here we go. Coming at you. All right, everybody, we're back. Jake has left us. He's gone. He left us. <laughs> he left us. <laughs> Very, well, he loves Jurassic Park, so anytime he can just abandon us and leave us in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, in not the car that, alone. Not, not that we're in a car, not that talking to Joe and Gary. We're not alone. It's not dangerous. Right. Yet. It hasn't been in the past. Um, let me introduce our guests. So, Joe Crow, Gary Mitchell, they are the longtime runners, the shepherds, the- Heart and soul. The heart and soul. Of the uh, American Sci-Fi Classics track at Dragon Con, they're once again getting ready for the big event and are allowing Yes Have Some to take part, which is uh, we're super grateful for. We had an unbelievable time doing our our big panel in 2019. Um, 2020 uh, didn't happen. We we don't need to cover that. Uh, everybody's aware. We did an online panel. We did an online mm-hmm. panel, which was great. We did the virtual panel, which mm-hmm. was, I think we did Jurassic Park. Yeah, we did. Uh, but Gary and Joe are joining us tonight to talk all things Dragon Con. So guys, welcome back to Yes Have Some. But uh, Joe, you're joining us from the great state of Alabama. So Joe, thank you uh, for uh, being here. Much like Mr. Mitchell, I'm in kind of a excited, part excited, part the, the verge of panic. So right. we're... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Gary, how, how are you feeling getting ready for uh, for Dragon Con uh, this year? I know we've kind of got a lot to cover as far as maybe things are different. Mm-hmm. Maybe th- New th- protocol. Or maybe just do things feel too much the same? And that scare oh. you? I want to know what your feelings are, basically. Well, since we've got a few weeks, I'm comfortable. Oh, wait. We do have a few weeks, right? <laughs> no. no. We've got like seven days. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, seven days? Oh, my yeah. God. Seven days. I still seven have days. to fit my Jedi robes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of like Joe, I'm in a mix of, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, God, panic. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, God, panic. <laughs> Yeah, know it well. Well, with with the new safety protocols in place, I think they're going to be jumping at first, but like everything else at DragonCon, we'll get accustomed to it quickly, and it'll just be second nature after just a little bit. Because I think wanting just the being at DragonCon, I think is going to overwhelm the extra things we have to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'm actually very, now that we have all the full 
list of the restrictions and the health compromises and, you know, that you have to be vaccinated or have that negative test, I feel a lot more relaxed than I did before. Um, and the mask mandate makes me feel, I mean, yeah, it kind of, you know, it's a little rough, but I'd much rather have a little rough than a little, you know, lung infection. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. I have luckily been able to avoid pandelirium uh, so far, even though my wife is an elementary school librarian and my daughter is what was in high school now has started college. The fact that they go into the hot zone every day and none of us have caught it is, I guess we're doing the correct things, which I don't know. A lot of people are have have issues with that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited, and and Lord, for goodness sake, I don't want to talk about that stuff on a fun podcast, but. No, this I'm, is actually um, we've we've we used to do a lot of Ghostbusters, Star Wars, Jurassic Park content, toy collecting, but we've moved on to just the news, just COVID protocol, <laughs> just COVID protocol <laughs> mostly. Uh, events. It's what yeah. people want. Yeah, no, I think that the the vaccination requirement is peace of mind for everyone going, um, and I think that the people who are going want to be there so bad that we'll do whatever we have to do to comply and yeah. be able oh, to hang out. Yeah. Well, the other thing that is, is exactly right. Right, yeah. and I agree with that, and I. I, I think very highly of the Dragon Con going uh, crowd. And I, I feel like it's mainly uh, uh, an audience uh, and, and a crowd and a fandom. Enlightened individuals. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. if they are, you know, eligible to get a vaccine, that the, it's the type of people that would get it anyway. I didn't see like a whole lot of pushback. It's not like when they required oh. the vaccines for like the Leonard Skinner concert where <laughs> I think front row tickets are like 10 bucks now for yeah, that not concert. Not shade. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I love Leonard Skinner. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, and as I've heard a lot of people say, the people that are negative about it are actually just there are not nearly as many of them as people like to think there are. They're just really, really loud. They're very but loud. That's, I've, I've come to this to, to have the opinion of that's life and fandom especially in general is most people love star wars most people love star trek most people love their fandom but there are a few people that all they want to do is get online and yell and unfortunately it's easier to get attention yelling negativity than positivity which is a sad state of affairs so people put more weight on that mm-hmm. agreed agreed i think overall that the uh the people attending are going to be in the the more positive majority and mindset. Yeah. And the thing I've been thinking about, I think the the mask mandate and and keeping you know the cleaning protocol, that stuff for the panel rooms, I think is going to be I think it's going to work. I don't know what 1 a.m. at the Marriott looks like right now, but mm-hmm. I, but I'm excited to find out. I really am excited about Dragon Con. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, and I am so glad that Joe and I this year get set lunches. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because of the definite times that each panel room is going to be for sure closed for cleaning, we actually get to like humans. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, I know usually you're stuck in there with like people bringing you styrofoam boxes periodically. So that's going to be nice. Very nice. Yeah. Two years ago, um, back in the olden times, the last time we did a live-action Dragon Con, I remember 
walking in uh, Friday morning thinking, I'm kind of hungry. And then all of a sudden, it was Saturday afternoon, and I had eaten nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. That's Dragon Con. I remember one time I, I woke up on Sunday, and I was like, I don't remember the first three days of this event. What, what should I do today? I got to take in a panel here. Uh, and it's not because of uh, illicit substances. It's just it's so overwhelming being there. And you do forget to eat. You do forget to snack and, and mm-hmm. drink water. So this year is going to all be about. It's s- intentional. I kind of like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're thinking about things before. Mindful. Very um, nice. So I'm in. in when you load up the app and you, you get the American sci-fi classics section of the dragon con app, anybody can go in there and kind of like figure out what their schedule is, what panels they want to go to. Um, I'll go to both of you on this. Gary, are there, are there any specific panels or, or events that you're really excited about uh, on the track this year? Uh, as always, I'm always excited whenever we get to talk about aliens. I always have a great time uh, when we revisit that franchise. Uh, some of my best panels I've done have been with some of the people who've written books and media for for it. Uh, so those are always a ball. Um, and I always look forward to the Rolla panel because it's just controlled chaos. Right. It's great. <laughs> Um, and I am really glad that the lost um, land of the lost people are coming back because I didn't get to catch any of their panels the first time they were here. I got to see them in the celebrity room, but I didn't actually get to catch their panels. So I'm hoping to get a chance to do that this year. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. We 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 went on a you know during quarantine everybody had little phases I think where you take on a new a new obsession obsession we or media. Into land we had a little lost. bit of a land of the lost moment I think in March of 2020 or. Maybe it was this year. I don't know. It happened. No no mm-hmm. idea when, uh, but that's really exciting. Now, I do want to plug our panel. Now, I'm just looking at the app here, and I, this kind of threw me for a loop, but I'm actually excited about it. Looks like our panel, the Yes Have Some Legacy Sequel Showdown, has been moved to 4 p.m. on Saturday. <gasps> nice. It You'll was, be able to totally change and recuperate from it, the parade. It was originally 2.30, but it looks like... Uh, it's moved to four, which is totally fine. That's fine with me. I'm just glad that I read it because I, I would have been an hour and a half early to my own panel. Um, no, that's well, all good. Yeah, One of the golden rules of Dragon Con, and Joe will back me up on this, is nothing is set in stone and nothing is confirmed to have happened until it's already happened. <laughs> right. Word, and yes. even exactly. then... <laughs> Even then, get a second opinion. <laughs> yeah. Because, check yeah. back. Check Joe, back. Check back. I was changing, um, adding panelists and taking away panelists up until noon today. I love it. Yes. It's constantly in flux. I absolutely love it. And I know a lot of people are excited about the Smallville uh, reunion. And I noticed across Dragon Con this year, there's a lot more of the TV-centric superhero stuff happening at Dragon Con this year, uh, which is really cool. I think there's huge fan bases for that stuff. Mm-hmm, so um, it's really exciting. So, so Joe, let me ask you this. What what has been different? Obviously, we all know the safety protocols and all that stuff, but, but missing Dragon Con last year and all of us being severely depressed about it and then gearing up for this year, has there been anything different or surprising as you've kind of geared up to uh, to get ready for this? Uh, you know the, the the usual fun combined with nerves combined with just eighty three things we want to do. Let's narrow it down to forty things, <laughs> mm-hmm. and 
that happened again this year, but the fact that skipped over it last year and the virtual panels worked out great i and i think gary would, would agree and a lot of our panelists would agree i think those worked out fine and we had a ball doing them it's not exactly the same and and it couldn't be and it shouldn't have been at this time last year but uh what what's what set it apart is that I think amongst the people that are going and amongst all the Dragon Con fans, there's a sense of we didn't know how badly we missed doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the thing. It's like when you I've been going to Dragon Con, I think this is fifteen years now. It's just part of the annual routine. You know, mm-hmm. you start getting ready and February and you're still not ready yeah. by the, the end of the plans. Yeah, by the end of the weekend. So missing out on it, like it was definitely I think the thing is kind of in this weird, sick way, the thing that softened the blow last year is that we everything it was getting canceled. So it, it, I was getting used to not doing the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um so now what's been yeah. weird this year is starting to do things and even though everything's still kind of crazy just being able to go being to around events. people. I think the people are the secret ingredient to, to the panels, like doing the virtual ones were fun. Like I, I did a few and we did one YHS. Um, it's really fun to connect with the other panelists, but you miss having the questions, the audience, like every it's the energy. And all yeah. that. Exactly. So I'm excited. Um, I think that's, what's going to be different and, and good about this year. Gary, how about yourself? Anything surprising or, or uh, different this year planning, or is it right now just kind of uh, business as usual? Um, I kind of have to agree with Joe is, and you guys of like, I was actually like two years ago, there was at the last live dragon con, I had some things happen where I was like, man, I don't know if I want to come back next year. I'm feeling a little burned out. And there's a whole different mindset when it switches to maybe I need a break versus you're going to take a break. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. And then I, it's like this, and the second it got can, canceled and changed to just virtual, it was like, well, on the one hand, it was fun to do it on my fiance's couch to do mm-hmm. Dragon Con, but it wasn't really Dragon Con. So now it's just like I have this this eagerness to get back to it and to see all these people. There's still a little bit of a twinge of, you know, a year of don't see anybody, don't get into a crowd, mm-hmm. but. I'm really, really excited for and looking forward to, like you said, being at 1 a.m. in the Marriott and seeing, well, what is that going to look like this year? Because that used to be one of my favorite things in the world was go to the Marriott between 1 to 3 a.m. and just watch the crowd. Yep. And look at the costumes and take pictures and just be, you know, eyeball deep in con. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think and, it's still going to happen. I, I really do. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, with, and I want to see the – I feel like people are going to be incorporating masks into their costumes. They're finding oh, new yeah. ways to yeah, consume. Yeah, I know I've ordered some special masks. <laughs> new ways to consume, like, alcohol through masks. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at the Have, ingenu- ingenuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you see the masks on the town hall that Crispy had that had a bunch of the LEDs? No, but that's really cool. I didn't oh, see yeah. that, but that's great. Oh, nice. There are going to be so many wild masks. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Well, I'm doing a Captain America costume for the first time this year, and I was oh. able to actually 
Uh, this was a goal of mine early in the year, and I'm, 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 it's happening, which, listen, if you know me, I don't hit all my goals, so this is very exciting, mm -hmm. but I was able to pick up one of those, like, Winter Soldier style, like, those, I don't know it's what they're called. Almost a scarf, like those a Those things that come from the yeah. bottom up. It looks cool. Oh, the yeah. Bacalva or yeah, whatever one, I got one of those, but obviously it's got a Captain America logo, and I'm like, that actually kind of fits the costume, so it's very exciting for me. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, so I I, I, agree. I think we're all in agreement. It, it feels different, but it also feels... We're still going to be able to connect with other people, yeah. which whether you have a mask on, which we all will, you know, it's it's going to be that connection, yeah. which is what we seek. Yeah. By the way, we should... Real quick, no, I was just going to say, ahead. Marriott M103 and M105 are, are the, uh, the... the nor That's the normal room, right? It hasn't moved. That's where the classic right. track is. Yeah, yeah, right. yep. Cool. So mm -hmm. if Every, Ever since they took us out of the Tetris room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, you know, if you've never been to Dragon Con, uh, go to that, that... I think it's the... Is it the bottom level of the Marriott or is it that middle level? It's the middle level. Like, if you come in through to, to the lobby check-in you go down two levels um we're the level below security we're um if you're coming in from the high if you're coming in on the sky bridge from the hilton just turn left Very we're cool. on that level yep. like the we're on the opposite side of where the fedex is if yep. you know where the fedex is it's where it's right across from where the uh well it, in the past there's been the green room for a lot of guests so mm -hmm. there's some good people watching yeah uh, yes. over there uh, yeah, which is yep. really we're on cool. The, yeah, that reminds me. We're, we are on the same level as the Walk of Fame. Usually, I'm not sure if the Walk of Fame is there again this year. Right, good place to is. hang. Yeah, maybe they should move the Walk of Fame to like a an outdoor courtyard because <laughs> it's <laughs> very crowded in there. Yeah. Um, so by the way, I, 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 Joe, I think I've told you this before, but I think it was two years ago when you guys were on when you told your story about prom. That oh. is that is still a legendary moment mm -hmm. in YHS history. So mm -hmm. we we if you <laughs> if you haven't heard that one, you got to go back into the it's archives. Killer story, yeah. Go back into the archives. Almost. Oh, uh, so um, well, cool. So we're getting ready. We're all excited. Panels are happening. Uh, we're we're gonna look over the list to see if there's anywhere we, YHS anywhere we can squeeze in. We, we might pop up here and there. I'm popping up Friday at one o'clock at the Marriott in the Star Wars room for a Star Wars collectors panel. Oh yeah, I just wanted to shout out. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be talking about Jar Jar and Watto and <laughs> Anakin, all prequels. Abby has a prequel era collection, which is <laughs> obsession. It, it's yeah, interesting. Um, Do you have the the Jar Jar with uh, the lollipop? Was the tongue? tongue? Now, no, I'm chasing it, so I'm hoping that I can okay, make contact with someone who has it, who will send it to me. Uh, really I funny. had one for ages. My mom got it for me because my mom gets me all kinds of weird stuff. She knows I'm. She's like, you're into this weird crap, so she'll buy stuff for me. Like she gets me all like the Burger King toys. Yeah. And I had one forever, and I don't know what happened to it. And now I'm like, I wish I knew where that damn thing was. What did I do? Damn, dude. Abby, Abby, you got some good pieces there. Yeah, I do. I've got Jabba Glob. I've got like a scale Watto that I got. Um, dude, yeah, I've got the uh, the soft plush alarm clock wake up system with Jar Jar that's like for some reason like four feet long. <laughs> uh, oh I have two gosh. of those in package. Yeah, I've gotten, um, honestly, since quarantine, we started doing these like eBay hangs where we would shop online while people hung out with us on YouTube and I kind of got pressured oh, into buying a lot of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I guess I got pressured into now being yeah. on a panel. 
about my collections. Maybe well, one year we'll have to do a live eBay hang at DragonCon. That would be just, really fun. People just watch a shop. I think that's what the people want. <laughs> it's either that or you get somebody with a GoPro to follow you around in the dealer's room. Now that's, that would be cool. That's a great that's idea. That's the live eBay hang. That's what the people um, want. Now we're doing our panel. It's called the YHS Legacy Sequel Showdown, where, which is kind of if uh, sequels are one of my favorite things ever, right? Just in general, mm-hmm. like revisiting mm-hmm. characters that you love or maybe didn't love, and seeing what they're up to. Mm-hmm. But the the legacy sequel is kind of this new phenomenon over the last five seven years, where it's a continuation that erases and and well, does. Yeah, we're gonna that's discuss it. Part of I think half the panel is gonna be arguing the actual definition of legitimacy leg- of like, it. My big thing, <laughs> my big thing is when the eventual Avatar sequel comes out, will it be considered a legacy sequel? Because it's it's been 15 or 20 years since the first one. Um, but I think the answer is yes. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Jurassic World and The Force Awakens. And of course, the thing we're most... Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which um, is right around the corner. And uh, there's a lot to unpack when it comes to the the right... The, the do's and don'ts. Of legacy mm-hmm. sequels, mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted yeah. to, to throw to you guys, Joe, Gary, Joe. You can go first. Do you have any uh, legacy sequels or continuations that you're you're quite fond of, or maybe we're looking forward to, and you you feel missed the mark? Not to put you on the spot, but no, no, no. I I love the idea of a legacy sequel because of um 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 how to, I've. Let me, let, let me, I've, I've, I've thought about this, believe it or not. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like the idea of just going back to a universe that you've already been to. Right. And seeing characters that you liked again. For one, for one thing, I never for, – for all the times that actors talk about, like when they've been in movies, well, we, I love working with so-and-so, then they never work together again. Right. What the heck? If if I had a group of guys or people, not not just guys, <laughs> then it would be like Entourage, and that would be terrible. Right. But nobody uh, wants that legacy sequel. Nobody does. But um, if I had a, a, a cast of people that I love doing something with, that's those are the only people I would work with. You know, I would I would constantly make new things with those people. But the pitfalls, of course, are legion. But then when you do it correctly, like the, the first thing that comes to mind was Coming to America 2, which was really fun and good and sequelized the movie that we didn't really think we needed. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the characters came back. A lot of new people came back. And it was just silly and fun like the original mm-hmm. and so that's for the most recent uh, legacy sequel and I love the idea that there's a there was a Save by the Bell legacy sequel oh I didn't oh, even God, think yeah. about we that we watched all that We've that was really jot good that down yeah it was the, so well done yeah because we, we do need to consider TV as well because it happens, you know, they brought X-Files back after a long time. And, and a lot of these shows do get retooled and rebooted. I think Twin the, Peaks came out. Yeah, Twin Peaks is another one, which... Yeah, yeah. W- ...was a little bit polarizing, but, like, I really enjoyed it. Even Terminator Dark Fate, which I didn't love, but had the draw of seeing Linda Hamilton come back and, right. like, do the same stuff. Exactly. 
reality. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary, how about yourself? Any uh, thanks for all that, Joe? That's good insight. Yeah, we're gonna just kind of redo that for our that's panel. That's the panel. <laughs> that is. I'm that's gonna read it. what okay. you said. <laughs> um, Gary, what what about you? Um, and it, it is a little bit tough to kind of like. I think when you think legacy sequel, it's kind of the stuff Joe just hinted at a long time uh-huh. has passed 15, 20 years revisiting some of the old characters, but introducing new characters. Um, okay. do, do you have any that, that stick out as your favorites? Oh yeah. I've got a few and the ones that really are interesting to me are the ones that kind of sort of not exactly reboot, but the Godzilla movies is my first one I go with where there are the certain different eras of Godzilla and every single one of them at a certain point they go okay all the ones between gojira and here didn't happen and we're starting we're the first true sequel right right mm-hmm. and they did that three times there are the three different godzilla eras uh the big one for me the most recently was halloween good one uh the 2018 yeah oh that was so good and you know i like all the halloween movies especially the third one <laughs> I, that was a needle by the way i'm poking people well, uh, but i should do it halloween halloween i love that movie i love it yeah, yeah. i do but some people don't but that's some a lot of people don't and at the time i didn't either it took me i had to grow up a little before i realized what they were doing <laughs> to cherish but it. i love the yeah, fact that we had a lot of growing up today <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it beautifully went back, and it's kind of like with the Dark Fate. It was, you know, seeing Laurie Strode again as the survivor, and seeing, you know, what she, what it did to her to survive that. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. that was a masterful story. Um, and the other one that jumps right to my mind, it, the other two, uh, the one where Bill and Ted faced the music. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We went like almost thirty years, I think between you know bogus journey and yeah bogus journey and face the music and it was just face the music was a beautiful movie and a wonderful message of hope that we really needed when it came out thank you yes it yeah craig actually owns um a screen use prop from that i did i bought it (laughs) oh there was an auction a lot of times these auctions fly under the radar and you can pick up screen use stuff uh, for Tell cheaper. Tell what than... you got. Well, I bought, it, it's kind of silly in retrospect. Cause dirt I don't, bags from hell. I don't know why I have, but I've got two bags of dirt and a bucket <laughs> and a little pitchfork that were from the, uh, from death's, uh, you know, outside of his door, basically. So, oh, uh, but I, so, uh, yeah, we enjoyed the movie. I, yeah, no, those are great examples, too. And I, I think that's another trope that's happening is where, where they do the sequel, like in Halloween or in Terminator, where they say, um, you know, these specific ones don't count anymore. And this is, you know, a direct follow up to, uh, you know, Halloween, the first one and uh, mm-hmm. two, four, five and six are its own continuity and, and all that stuff, which. With Terminator, you can kind of do because you can kind of explain it away with time travel. That's kind of right. Their whole deal. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have things like Jurassic World. Jurassic World, World, yeah. Very successful. Obviously, all the Star Wars stuff. And and then, like we said, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which uh, early buzz is very good and people are very excited Mm -hmm. about that movie. So... Um, we're gonna have some yeah. fun breaking this down because there's we we don't want to spoil it, but there's some that I feel pretty strongly have have missed the mark as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Jake yeah. definitely yeah. thinks oh, and, there's and a number. To, <laughs> yeah, and I also want to make sure we mention Mad Max Fury Road. I think that is the greatest oh, legacy sequel. God, you know? I know. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I saw that, that four movie. times in the movie theater. I love that movie. Yeah, it's awesome. And that's yeah. one too that that it's it's interesting because it it's 
it kind of this is one thing I want to talk about is the language because I feel like people throw around the words sequel, reboot, remake mm-hmm. without it's dangerous what society has done with these words. They just throw them around. Well, we got to define them. <laughs> yeah. We got to define we'll them. Define them on the but panel. But it's hard with something like Mad Max because it's a legacy sequel, but also kind of a reboot because it serves. You know, you've got new actors playing the same characters, mm-hmm. and it kind of reignites the franchise. So. Um, it's kind of that thing like a remake can be a reboot, but a reboot can't be a remake unless sometimes right. it is. So it's it's very confusing. And that, that's what we're going to be talking about. So I'm very yeah. excited. Okay, All I was going to say was there is the, the topic uh, that you guys are dealing with, the legacy sequel thing. It could be a whole series. Right. There's no way in an hour that you're going to be able to cover everything. No. Mm-hmm. Well, because another topic is movies that haven't gotten sequels that we want to see. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure yes. we'll touch on that. Mm, Twister, what about Bob? <laughs> Just, I've already got Are those two. your two? Those are my two. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would love to see Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss back on screen together because they hate each mm-hmm. other. I would, mm-hmm. I'd pay to see them. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, aren't you the guys that got Dreyfuss to sign at uh, Days of the Dead. That's me. Yeah, I got. Yeah, a, I thought that was you. Yeah. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I, I made a, a a prop replica of the Baby Steps book and had him sign yeah, it. Yeah, um, was, And I was a little nervous because there's actually a famous story of somebody having a a What About Bob eight by ten already signed by Bill Murray that Richard Dreyfuss. Uh, he scribbled over Bill Murray's name. He scribbled out of it. Oh, no. (laughs) Which is hilarious, but also heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, He's a little volatile, but he's very, he's actually very nice. Um, But yeah, uh, you know, Gremlins and a million other movies that we want to see, you know, come back in some form. Um, Oh, yeah. And TV shows. Lost. I want to see Lost come back. Mm -hmm. Ready for that. Here for it. They might screw it up, but yeah, they probably will. <laughs> you know, but we we kind of got a legacy sequel to Gremlins in that Gremlins commercial at the Super Bowl because Zach Galligan is adult. He's an adult in that and has a child, and I thought that was great. That was yeah. pretty cool. Mountain I like Dew. I like when they do that, and I like when they did the. And uh, let me let me just say this: he uh, he was on the classics track. And two years ago and then got a Super Bowl commercial. So you're welcome. There you go. Yes. Thank you. Classics track. Hey, maybe we'll get what Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. yeah. We got to get that, uh, that Joe bump. We got to get the Joe it. bump. The classic track bump. Yes. <laughs> Which can mean something completely yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Gun. <laughs> remember, Gary, Gary, remember the, a uh, few weeks ago, we planned out. Uh, we, we were planning topics for our weekly virtual panels. Mm-hmm. We did. We did a. Uh, we didn't plan this. An animated. We were going to talk about syndicated cartoons. And the very week that we did it, a new GI Joe movie and the new He-Man show both came out. Yes. Oh yeah. So once again, classic track leads the way. Leads the way. Yes. I haven't seen the new GI. Comes back. The, the GI Joe. Yeah. I haven't seen Snake Eyes yet, but I want to. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, we got one Thank episode God. of He-Man. First GI Joe, so I feel like I owe it to him. There you go. Pay it forward. I like that. Nice. And I yeah. still, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I have to. I haven't even finished the Masters of the Universe yet either. I've got. I'm way we behind. We only have one episode. One of that episode left. left. Yeah. I'm behind. So yeah. we're almost. But done. it's been good. Yeah, Revelations. I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I'm. I feel enjoying. like I, I I need to work myself up for it. And uh, I feel like I, I've gotten one episode into it, and I was. At the end of that one episode, I was exhausted. 
when <laughs> I felt like I need to just I need to set aside some time to let it wash over me. Right. It's, it's jam-packed. so different. Yeah. Than, you know, the original Masters of the Universe, you just put it on, you just have fun, you laugh, it's silly, it's 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 uh and this is more of like an emotional story. So, and I enjoyed it as well and I think everybody on the internet had positive things to say. <laughs> so, because you know how the internet You know the Masters fan. Yeah. Right? Uh, That's a great. So, uh yeah, that'd be a fun panel. Ready? Masters of the Universe Revelation and The Last Jedi. Go. <laughs> and Princesses of Power. Just, yeah, just see what happens. Yeah. I um, love both. The X. Yeah. Lock the doors and turn off the light. Exactly. <laughs> there were no comments. Right. Pay hey, no attention to the plastic sheeting on the floor. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, well, listen, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Um, what should we have parting words uh, for our, I don't know how to talk anymore. I'm exhausted. <laughs> what should we have parting words? It sounds like we put a thousand hours of yes, have some podcast into a machine and this and is what we, this got is what we came up with. Uh, Gary, what, what, what are, what should we say to people who are uh, coming to dragon con? What let's give them the hard pitch on the classics track. All the stuff you loved, if you were a kid of the 80s, a kid of the 90s, a kid of the 2000s, we have it. We will talk about it. We will uh, rub your face in the nostalgia and remind you why what you loved is awesome. And uh, come talk with your fellow fans of awesome things. And it's a rough world out there. Be kind. Absolutely. I like that. Joe, how about yourself? Um, that get, that was very good, Gary. I good. I, I I approve. Um, <laughs> it's stop worrying about paying bills, and um, the laundry you left in the hamper when you came to Dragon Con, and just let all that go for a little while, and come hang out with a bunch of nerds talking about your favorite thing or your least favorite thing from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. We put on panels and things and events that we would have wanted to go to back in those in those years. And we're just going to come together and and enjoy being part of the live action community again. And that that's where that's where we're at. I love it. Yes. I don't think I can add anything to that. Nope. But I'm going to try. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Abby, any other thoughts before we I'm go? I'm just excited to be among my people again um, in, in actual like physical presence with with friends. And um, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Just talking tonight has gotten me really jazzed. So I have to go finish my costumes and uh, fit my robes. But yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, well, there's so much to do still. It's never you're never done. Anybody who does costumes at Dragon there. Con, yeah, you you always there's always sewing and gluing happening in the room, and that's part of the, mm-hmm. part of it. It's part of, part of it. Uh, well, Gary, Joe, thank you so much for stopping by. We can't wait to see you guys and uh, give everybody hand waves. I guess elbow bumps, <laughs> elbow, plenty of elbow bumping. Um, yes, and uh, you can see YHS at four o'clock on Saturday for the Legacy Sequel Panel. And the cool thing about Dragon Con is there's stuff going on every day all day so stop by the classics track and enjoy yourself and by the way food court a lot of people go to dragon con i know people have gone to dragon con for 15 years and never been to a panel go to a panel it's so relaxing and fun and enlightening yes and the ac's blasting and and you got to take a break (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. 
and uh, it's fun to watch. You might make a friend. Yeah, you might make a friend. How about that? And if you're not careful, you might just learn something. (laughs) Leave it at that. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Thanks, guys.